What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your friendly neighborhood, Mr. Reese, also known as Reese the Poet, and I want to welcome you to The Reset, where I believe in perspective, purpose, and people. Value equals vision, and breathing don't count as living. It's more than motivation, it's change. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. I am so excited for you all to be here listening in. I hope that your hearts and your minds are ready. We're about to get into some good, good stuff. So thank you for coming out. Thank you for listening. As this is the first episode, uh, many people will get into this whole, uh, let me introduce myself, all these things. And okay, that's cool. My name is Reese. I go by Reese. You can call me Reese. And as far as about me, I'm going to reveal a lot of those things as we go on this journey. And so what I want to do is I want to do this really like a friendship, like we're just meeting. And then I'm going to walk you through every day, every week. We're going to go through and get to know a little bit more about me and a little, about, little, more, little bit more about each other, excuse me, and a little bit more about yourselves. You know what I'm saying? And then we get to grow. That's the whole idea. So I want to jump right into this thing if that's all right with you. All right, cool. So what I want you to do is do me a favor. I want you to, wherever you are, if you're at home or you're in your uh, car, whatever the case is, or you want to go outside or somewhere quiet, and what I want you to do is, the best that you can, is I want you to put your hand on your heart. I know you're probably like, where are we going with this? Well, listen carefully. I want you to put your hand on your heart, and I want you to feel the beat. Quiet your mind and just feel the beat. Doom, 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 doom. You hear that? All right, so check this out. Imagine that that beat, every single one of those beats represents life. Every single one of those beats represents a person that you are supposed to impact. Every single one of those beats represents a gift that you have or a moment in time that you're supposed to make a difference. Every single one of those beats represents a mark that you're supposed to make on this earth. Every single one of those beats represents a kind word that weaves through the heart of someone who's broken. Every single one of those beats represents a smile that you give when someone's life is under the weight of a thousand darknesses. But on the other hand, every single one of those beats also represents a tick off of the clock. Because the truth is that tomorrow is not promised, so what are you doing today? Every single one of those beats represents the rhythm of the song of your life. So what's it playing? You know what I'm saying? All right, now I know that was deep. I know that was real. I just wanted you to indulge. I want to put you in a mindset. Because I believe that's the kind of mindset that we need to have as we go forth in this life. As we go forth in the days ahead, I mean, things are not going to get easier. I mean, things are pretty crazy right now. We're at home. We're stuck. I mean, a lot of people in social distancing. And, you know, they say that since we've been social distancing, they've had an 800, I think, percent jump in people calling the helpline. The emergency help. There's a there's an extreme jump in people forgetting what day it is. Uh, suicidal thoughts and, and depression is on an all time high because we are not only disconnected our bodies. Unfortunately, we've disconnected our hearts. And so. I ask, what are we doing about that? How do we remain connected? What can you do today to make every one of those beats count, even if it's from a distance? All right. So that's not even my talk for the day. <laughs> we can get into that. But um. I really want to put us in a frame of mind. But as always, every show, I want to start us off with a quote, right? I'm going to read something to you, and then we're going to jump right into it. Here we go. So, John Kabat-Zinn, um, I'm not familiar with the person in particular, but I was doing some research, and I came across this quote that really impacted me. Um, and it said, in giving birth to our babies, we may find that we give birth to new possibilities within ourselves. Hmm. That's got a lot of got a weight to it and like when you think about it now i know some of y'all are probably wondering like wait a minute we talking about pregnancy 
<laughs> what, what are we talking about? Pregnant? How we go from heart to... I know, but we're talking about pregnancy, right? And so I know uh, my fellas are probably like, really, what you Pregnancy? What did I sign up for? I, I know. And my ladies are probably wondering what I'm going to tell you about pregnancy and what we talking about babies for. But the truth is, yes, fellas, obviously, we're not birthing any babies. And some ladies, we're not birthing babies right now either. But guess what? You are birthing something. There is something that is growing inside of you that it is your job to develop and birth. But we're going to get to that in a second. Let me keep reading. Pregnancy is a beautiful thing. The gift of life is often more than just a new addition to the world. It is truly a moment in history. Men and women shed tears of joy and pain together, unified on this journey to new birth. Leading to this moment, there is a time of development and growth to which, as they say, brings out the worst sometimes in the emotions of women in the true depths of men's patience and tolerance. But with pregnancy, there are also uncomfortable times. Mental uncertainty, times of fear and constant wondering if one is providing sufficient care for that child. There is an internal questioning like, will the child be healthy? Will they be strong? Will they be, will they, will the delivery be easy or challenging? Can I, can I handle being a parent? Will I be able to raise this child right? Will, what impact will my child make? Will they be accepted? Will they be accepted, etc.? Um, and I find it funny that when we talk about the process of childbirth and we talk about the process of pregnancy, how much is parallel to the process of our dreams and our purpose and calling. It's about purpose. So all this was inspired because I was, <laughs> I was laying out laying. I was not laying in class. Okay. No, I was sitting in class of uh, my virtual class. You know, obviously we were having a meeting and we were talking about a project in business and, um, you know, our ideas and talents and the things that we have. And as we went back and forth, commiserating and talking and sharing deep uh, revelations and knowledge to each other and all of those things to encourage us to keep moving and to step out into the deep and get past fear and all of these things. Um, one of my classmates, she gave me permission to share this story and forgive me if I butcher it, but we were talking and she said, she was talking about an idea that she had had a long time ago and just hadn't quite stepped out there because she was a little, you know, a little bit of fear. Uh, you know, she was hindered. She kind of held back. And it's interesting because she went on to say she had a dream that she was pregnant. And now, mind you, she has children. And I guess I don't know if that's normal. You know, you have children. You might dream that you're pregnant again. You know, maybe it's a nightmare. Maybe it's a dream. Who knows? But but no, in this particular case, she was um she was she was pregnant in this dream and and as she's pregnant and there's people all around I guess they were pulling at her and they were calling her and trying to get her attention and saying hey hey you know and, and she said she blinked and she looked up and all of a sudden the child that she was pregnant with was a toddler all of a sudden it's like whoa what happened how did that happen and and more and more people are kind of pulling at her trying to get the attention and all these things and she remembers she heard a voice in the crowd like one of the people in the crowd of the dream said <laughs> you've been pregnant too long. Oh man, I bet y'all can guess where we're going with this, right? You've been pregnant too long. Hmm. And that got me thinking. I went to do some research and I dug into pregnancy and, and what happens when you're pregnant too long. And what I found out is that 5% of births are, are post-term pregnancy. That's what they call it. So 5% of births are post-term pregnancy. And so you're talking about 
the normal process of pregnancy is what 40 weeks or so well these pregnancies last 41 42 and uh, i guess maybe further and then they'll induce labor and the challenge is is that when you go past that certain threshold there's a much higher risk of stillborn there's much higher risk of uh challenges to the mother and and physical damage and uh the child has grown beyond the space provided and then you have all types of issues the child can be born and be hurt coming out there's and then the thing is say that child all of a sudden begins to maybe die and then what happens is now it begins to poison the body here's the crazy part if that ain't just like your purpose of your dreams if that is not the clearest picture, because I think so many of us have been pregnant for too long. Hmm. So many of us have ideas and have books and have uh, music. And I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm one of them. I, 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 you know, I got to be real. I'm one of them. I, I have ideas and things that I've sat on for many different reasons because I didn't think it was time. I wasn't sure. I got caught up in what they call paralysis of analysis. And I think many of us know what that feels like. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. You're, you're kind of stuck in the middle. You're, 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 you're at a crossroads. And the thing about this, just like the post-term pregnancies, the longer that that dream, the longer that that purpose, that calling sits in your body, the longer that it sits in there, unfortunately what happens is it begins to die. Hmm. It begins to die, and the more that you don't release it, the more that you hold it inside, what happens is it begins to poison the body. And you're wondering why you get in those spaces where you're just depressed, or you're wondering why you get in those spaces where you feel worthless and you don't know why or what you're doing. You just feel like you're going through the motions. You feel like a hamster on a wheel. You're just walking down this empty road all by yourself. You're, you're feeling like there's no one who understands. You feel gray in a room of color. I know I've been there. You feel like you have no purpose. You feel like the world is just terrible. And you're turning to God and you're like, God, I, I don't know why I feel this way. You're, you're turning to your friends and you're like, man, I just, just not feeling it. I just don't, I don't have any drive, no motivation. You just, you feel lethargic on a regular basis. Well, here's the crazy part. The reason you feel this way could very well simply be because you have something inside of you that needs to be pushed out. It'll relieve all of that pain. It'll relieve a lot of that weight. It'll relieve a lot of that stress. Hmm. Isn't that crazy when we think about it? I think it's amazing how a lot of, there's so many metaphors and analogies we can pull from just daily life. So what are you two pregnant with? I mean, think about it. Books, music, you know, uh, Miles Monroe, he has a famous quote where he talks about, if you look for the richest place in the world, where would you think? And I'm paraphrasing. He said, you look for the richest place in the world, where would you think? And most people say, you know, the Taj Mahal or the, you know, Middle East or you go to the China or, or America or whatever the case is. But no, he says the richest place in the world is the graveyard. Because there you will find dreams and ideas You'll find dreams and ideas that have all died, that never saw the light of day. George Bernard Shaw, he says, um, the ideal way to die is to have given all that you have and you lying on your deathbed old and your family stands around you and they look to you and they smile and you look to them and you're at peace and you quietly go to sleep and you drift. 
away. A life fulfilled. But imagine you this. Imagine lying on your deathbed and standing around your bed. All the gifts and the talents and all that you were given. And they're with large, angry eyes. They're looking at you and they're saying, we came to you. And only you could have given us life, but now we must die with you. Whew. Forever. That's tough. Now, mind you, I'm not trying to give you no, you know, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to hurt you. But I want us to think about this, man. How many people are waiting on you to birth that thing that's inside of you? I wanted to start this podcast off with that right there as a call to action. I want to call you to action to stand up and say, yo, I've got something inside of me. I've been given. I've, I've conceived this idea. It's developed. Get it out. It's time to push it out. <laughs> it is absolutely time to push it out. There is no time better than now. I mean, everybody sitting around the quarantine and got nothing else going on. I mean, well, I mean, work and things. I mean, social media is through the roof right now. I mean, I see everybody and their mama's got some kind of uh, YouTube and, and, and show and product. And I mean, I see more ads coming on here than I've ever seen. I seen I got shoes and, and clothes and, and, and products that I didn't even know existed. You know, I found out there's a uh, there's sushi maker tools. You know what I mean? Like, who, who would have thought that? I mean, I, I would have never thought about that. But guess what? This is the time where people are, are hungry. They're wanting something. You know, one of the things I think this social distancing has exposed, as I think the social distancing has exposed the depravity in the hearts of men. The brokenness in the hearts of a lot of families, the emptiness that we face, and a lot of it is not so much emptiness, is that we're being poisoned by the dreams that we never release. Or we're being we're being we're being dragged down, we're being held down by the weight of the dream that we never delivered. You know what that thing is. Is it a like I said, I always you know, they always use books and music. Maybe it's an idea, maybe it's a story, maybe it's a um, I don't know, maybe it's a maybe it's a career you were supposed to step out in. Maybe the medical field, maybe you've got the cure to whatever the next pandemic is. What? Maybe you're the one who has that and there's somebody who is anxiously waiting in that hospital bed, hospital bed waiting on you. What if that's the case? What if that thing that you're so afraid to deliver, that you're holding on to for dear life, what if that very thing is the thing that the world needs the most? I mean, that's part of why I'm here. There's a lot of stuff that I've been holding on to. This right here is one of the main things. I mean, it's time to step out and get your message out, get your story out. You've been given these gifts, not by accident. <laughs> you are not an accident. You matter. More than anything, you matter. You individually, you have something that the world needs. Push it out. It's all good. And even if it's been this long and you feel like maybe, oh, I'm too old. I can't do that. Well, you say you're too old. All right. Uh, Sarah had a baby at 99. You know what I'm saying? Now, mind you, I ain't saying you're going to have any uh, physical babies at 99, but you do have dreams. You still got stuff that you can do. It's never too late. But a lot of us have been pregnant just a little too long. And it's starting to have adverse effects on our bodies. You know? So the other point I wanted to add to that is that in that meeting, in that story, as we continued to talk and revelation came out and it was like, wow, this is, this is incredible. 
Well, what added to that is then another follow-up statement came out. And to be honest with you, my brain escapes me. I don't remember if it was one of us in the meeting or if it was her. But either way, the other statement came out was, you can't get pregnant twice. Now, obviously, in different settings, of course. But once you are pregnant once, you can't get pregnant twice. So here's the lesson in that. Until you push out the first thing, you can't get the next thing. That's good. That just hit me when I said it. Until you push the first thing out, you will not be able to conceive the second. You will not be able to get the next thing. Maybe you're wondering, you're, you're stuck and wondering where to go, what to do, how to do. I don't know. I, I just don't know where. To, I, I'm, I'm feeling cluttered. I'm feeling full. You're feeling heavy. It's simply because you have something that you need to push out so that you can get the next step. Don't fall into fear. Remember, fear is false evidence appearing real. That is why you are here. You know what I'm saying? You know, I found out that um, 80% of people go to jobs, what is it, 80% of people, something like, they go to jobs that they hate <laughs> to make a bunch of money to buy things they don't need. You all heard the saying, you go to jobs that you hate to make money to buy things you don't need, all to impress people that you don't really like. You know what I'm saying? That's real. That That's the world we live in. People do that. We live in uh, the American Idol Society. You know what I mean? My father always says that, the American Idol Society. But it's true. I mean, we find more value in likes on Instagram than we do in the people who give them. Oh, man. Oh, that was, whoa. <laughs> we find more value in likes on Instagram than the people who give them. Wow. I ain't gonna lie to you. That just hit me kind of hard. Um, made me have to check myself a little bit. <laughs> but what is in you? What is that thing? What is that thing that you're supposed to be birthing? What is that thing that you're supposed to be pushing out into the world? Because once you get that baby out there, then you can raise it. Then you can cultivate it. Then you can develop it. Then you can get it out there. And then, oh, here's the other side of it. The longer you stay pregnant, the harder it is to deliver. Because resources may have changed. The season may have changed. May have changed. There's a window that you were supposed to walk through, a door you were supposed to walk through, a window that you were supposed to open. And now you're going to have to wait for that next thing. But it's all good because you say God is faithful. You know, he he's given you it for a reason. But don't wait till that time. Do it now. Why put off tomorrow what you can do today? You have to be willing to do today what people won't do so that you can have the things tomorrow that others won't have. And I'm not even talking about material things. I'm talking about people. To me, the greatest prophet is people. And that was my whole job here is to change your perspective, to give you a different perspective of why you're feeling the way you do. If you feel like you're clogged up and you're stuck and trying to get out of your space there, I want to change your perspective. Because if I can change your perspective, as I always say, if I can change your perspective, then it can unlock the doors to your purpose. Is it very possible that your purpose that you're seeking that you can't seem to find is right in front of you in your workplace. <laughs> I'm just saying. So either way, guys, that's all my time for today, man. I hope you all really enjoyed it. I hope you listen in. And uh, hey, I look forward to seeing you in the future. Always remember you matter. It's the reset. I'm out. Peace.